Welcome to A Creative Life with Castella and Samantha Lawrence. I'm Cass. And I'm Sam. And we like to think of ourselves as your creative business besties. This podcast is all about living your best creative life. We're here to guide you through the ups and downs of life as a creative entrepreneur. All whilst following your intuition and listening to your soul whispers. Let's dive in. Hey, Cass. Hey, Sam. How are you going? I am so good. I'm so happy to see you and do this really special episode with you today, actually. Yeah, me too. It's a big one. It's a big one. Let's, let's dive in. It's a big one. Unpack. All right. Well, we're going to start by pulling a card. Um, so today I've got these beautiful Soul Whisper cards by Dreamy Moons. And um, we're going to pull it in relation to today's topic. Ooh. So the card is your outer world is a reflection of your inner realm. Oh, that's deep. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner realm. Let's have a look. So these cards, um, they're like transmissions from your soul. They're called the soul whisper cards. And Mm -hmm. so the message here is your soul giving the wisdom to the human person. Mm -hmm. So the message is dear human. Sometimes what is more important is not what is physically going on in your life, but how you perceive it. If you change your perception, your outer world will change. Sometimes nothing physical in your life has to change for it to be different. I have thoughts around this in terms of what we're going to be speaking about today with motherhood, Mm -hmm. but it may just evolve as we speak. But this huge idea around your identity, you know, potentially changing or questioning in motherhood and then that power in going within to your inner realm Mm -hmm. to work out what it is that you want, that your soul wants separate to your child's soul Mm -hmm. to help you just connect back with yourself on your own journey whilst being a mother. 100%. 100%. I love that we started with that and I I feel like that even if you're not a mum, you're going to relate so much to that message in that card because the way I see it as like a visual, and I think about this quite often, is just changing that perception. Imagine you have a table full of like 100 pairs of glasses and they're all different. They're all different colours, shapes, sizes and everything and you get a choice as to what pair of glasses you put on, which makes you see the world differently, but it is your choice. And that's how I like to remind myself that it is a perception. The reality that you're looking at is a perception and it's whatever lens you are looking through at the time. I love it. It's good. (laughs) And and I (laughs) I think that that applies to every human, right? Like it really mother or does. <laughs> yeah. Because like I'm getting chills right now because as you said that, I thought of things going on in my life that it's almost like I needed to hear that from you as well right now. And I'm not a mother, yeah. but that's still that's still an important message. I mean, Absolutely. I'm a dog mama. Does that count? No, I know. A dog mama. But- <laughs> yes, it does count. It does count. Because the thing is we are, you know, we are experiencing you know, souls outside ourselves that we are responsible for. And so 
yeah, I, I think there's there can be a lot of Thanks. you know similarities yeah. drawn. <laughs> let's go with that. Very generous of you, but thank you. Uh, so let's talk about motherhood. I um, think you're an incredible example of somebody that is beautifully juggling the craziness of motherhood, two little ones, as well as a very successful business, working for yourself. It's amazing to witness. And I don't know if it feels like crazy and chaotic for you in your world, but it looks like, you know, it's working. And so it's a beautiful example. And I'd love to hear insight into it. And I think it'd be beautiful to hear how that's changed from when you first started your business and having a little one to mm. now where it's evolved. Yeah, I'm glad it looks like I've got my <laughs> shit together. <laughs> All my SHIT together um, from the outside. My world is a bit chaotic at times, but that's everybody. Everybody's world can be, you know, go through those ebbs and flows. Yeah, I guess I was really naive going into motherhood because I didn't have a lot of women around me who had had babies at that time. So I was running my business. My business was probably at the most successful point when I actually had my uh, first child. I was um, a wedding stationery designer and a graphic designer and my I was just having huge months and I was doing it very much solo at that point. And I was pregnant with Edward, our first child, and it was, yeah, if anyone's heard my story before, it, it was just an insane time. My husband started a brand new startup business within months of having oh. Edward. And so, and that was fine. We both support each other in everything that we do, but I just don't think we were ready for the roller coaster that was about to occur. And I was very naive heading into it. I thought, oh, how hard can this be? I'll just like, you know, I'll be a mom and I'll work and that's totally fine. And I'll, I'll figure it out. And I've, I think I've always had that attitude with everything. Like, oh, I'll just, I'll just figure it out as I go. And although that has got me into trouble sometimes, like I feel like for me it's the only way I learn because I'm like, mm. I'll just, I'll just dive in. And um, sorry, got to say, next door's mowing. So, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> this always happens. To us. Always Someone's happens mowing to us. here as well. So yeah, look, what can we do? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it was a interesting time. I mean, you know, as us mums know, like when we have a little one, we don't know, really know what to expect at all. And they could be a good sleeper. They may not sleep during the day for you. They, um, you may have trouble with breastfeeding. You may not have a lot of support around you. Like every single mother's journey is different. So it's really hard to compare. And I don't think that mum should compare because everyone's journey is so different and everyone's situation is so different. And I realized that um, a little bit into motherhood to like, I mean, it's, it's natural to compare. I had a lot of trouble breastfeeding and I beat myself up about it. I felt so guilty about it. And like, I would, you know, I would hate seeing other mums on Instagram breastfeeding and all this sort of thing. Like I would, they're doing that. I'm not doing that. Like I'm so, you know, it's just, there's just so much comparison and judgment when you enter motherhood is what my experience was with Edward, with, with my first, probably because I wasn't really like, I suppose, mentally and emotionally prepared for that either. Yeah. So those early days for me were quite full on because I, I dove back into work pretty quickly after having Edward and 
my husband was working quite a bit at that stage. So I had like this newborn baby, um, like full-time mom trying to, you know, still attend to my emails and still attend to my clients. And I had my mom and dad come over and help um, and just mind him for a little while while I could get to some work and just try and find, you know, just a few hours in a week where I could really just, yeah, really just dive into my work and, and try and just stay afloat. It was almost like just survival mode, you know, just try and um, keep everyone happy and, you know, just, just, just keep doing the thing. But that didn't really last very long. Like I, I realized that I couldn't do everything. I, I only had, you know, a certain amount of time in the week. I wasn't prepared to put Edward in daycare or anything like that from those really early days. And I had my parents around, but I, I only could probably rely on them maybe one day a week. And my husband wasn't home during the week. So yeah, it was really, it's a really hard time for me to look back on. It's a really mm. hard time in my life. And it actually makes me emotional talking mm. about it because um, my husband had a startup business. And mm. so he was, you know, he was trying to make that work. He was trying to make mm. that work for his family and he was, you know, working long hours and, you know, just trying to build it up to a point where he could start paying himself. Because if anyone knows with the startup, all the profits go back into the business mm. in the beginning. Um, and so I felt, I, I put pressure on myself to earn the money as well, to be the breadwinner and to raise our newborn. So yeah, that that's was, a lot. Yeah, like, I know. I, it gives me anxiety. <laughs> I really do think about this time in your life often because I think, how did you do it? So hearing that it was hard is not surprising. Like that, yeah. Yeah, I soon realised that this wasn't sustainable. Like Mm. something had to change. Mm. And the thing is though, when you're in that time, when you're sleep deprived and when you're emotional and when you're going through all these new experiences, it's also can be hard to think straight sometimes Mm. because you're really, really tired as well. But one thing I knew is that I couldn't just keep doing client work. I just remember so vividly this one week where my parents came over to mine Edward and I had some wedding stationery concepts to get out. So I went upstairs to my studio. I did these concepts and I sent them out and I was really happy. And then the next day I received an email saying that wasn't really what they were after. And I was like, oh my gosh, I cannot get anything back to them for an entire week. Yeah. And I was like, this is just not working. I can't do this. And so yeah. that's when I started thinking about a pre-designed wedding stationery suite where I could just design it. After Edward went to bed, I'd stay up and I'd put together and design this. It took me, you know, a few months to collate and get together. And But then I, I offered this pre-designed wedding stationery suite so that my wedding stationery clients could still buy something from me, um, but it just wasn't custom every time. So that was my first experience of like a, a passive sort of income. I still had to customize it, but it was, it was yeah, semi-custom. So it was a way of um, earning where I didn't have to, yeah, put all my time and energy into it. So that was my, my first experience, I guess, of, okay, there are ways to work smarter um, mm. rather than just constantly doing custom client after custom client. And once I realized that, I was like, okay, I can now manage this. 
so yeah, I, I guess I've had an interesting journey of having two children. Um, they're four years apart, but it was ve- it was been very different for both. I feel like <laughs> any mum of multiple children would know that one you know, depending on the situation, one can be a breeze and two, it's, it's like a whole nother level. It's a, you would think, oh, just, it's just one more child, but no, it's a whole <laughs> nother level. So both experiences have been different and over, yeah, the last six and a half years, I've really, really grown, got to know myself, got to know, I guess, the, yeah, yeah, the best ways of trying to balance motherhood and business. Um, I'm sure you have many questions around that, but it's, yeah, it's, been a, a massive journey yes oh my gosh yes so many questions my where do I even start <laughs> something that is on my mind that sort of came up from that card at the beginning was like going within and finding yourself mm-hmm. and sort of like linking this to that time where you you shifted your business and so you were creating your own work to put out there and in that time is that when your style started to reveal itself to you because you were doing more work driven from within rather than client-based or how did that Mm. sort of evolve and how did motherhood impact your journey of uncovering your style through that? To be honest, I've really felt like before Edward was born, I was already starting to, my style was really revealing itself to me after doing so much client work. And so when I was diving into the wedding stationery suites. I guess the good thing with the wedding stationery suites was that I tried to have a range that appealed to a lot of types of brides. So I knew that it was all going to be based around watercolour and and that sort of thing. But it was sort of a conscious decision that I was like, okay, this is for the coastal bride. This is for the sophisticated bride, that sort of thing. So I was able to to use my experience and, and do that. But I think with uncovering my style and actually pivoting into surface pattern design, which is what I did when like Edward was a couple of years old. I guess what having children really makes you, it makes you a very fast worker. Let me say that. (laughs) The time that you have, you use it very, very, very wisely. Um, There's no procrastinating. Um, You literally have two hours and you, you can get like a day's work done in two hours. It's, you know, you just put your mind to it and yeah, just, you can work really, really fast. So that was a good thing about having kids. It's really made me prioritize my work and, and my time. So in those couple of years, I, I realized that time is really of the essence. When you have children, it becomes about time because time is so, so valuable. Like when you don't have kids, I feel like Like before I had kids, I felt like I had a lot of time and I could get things done in my own time. But Mm -hmm. when you have kids, time is of a whole new concept and Mm -hmm. time is of the essence. So so your time spent with them is really valuable. And, And one thing that I didn't do well in the beginning is I I I didn't know how to handle when I was with him, I would want him to go to sleep and I would get frustrated because I needed to do work. Right. And then when I was Mm. doing work, I felt guilty that I should be with him. Like this Mm. was, this is such a common thing that, um, the, the mum guilt sets in. Mm. But what I realized was that 
time is really precious when you're with them and then time is really precious when you're doing your work. So when you're doing your work, you have to be doing what you love, like love, 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 love. And so that's what happened with my wedding stationery is I, I got to a point where I wasn't loving it anymore. So I was like, okay, I really need to pivot and change and move into something that I, that I really love and enjoy because I am giving up time with my child to do something like to do work. So mm-hmm. it's going to be work that I not only love, but I feel like I can, I'm contributing. Um, I'm, I'm living my purpose. I'm leaving a legacy, like all these amazing things. And if it, if it's not something I love, then that's when the guilt, the real guilt sets in. Um, so yeah, so that, that made me, I guess, reassess a lot of things and, and be like, well, am I like, is everything I paint what I love? Is everything I, the clients I'm working with, you know, what I love doing is the work that I'm putting out into the world. Is that what I love? And I think just through that process, um, you know, my style was refined and, and I could just tap back into what I truly loved because I guess that's a whole nother thing is that we, we are our own person. And that comes back to the, the card that you pulled at the beginning is, is we have our own unique desires as a mum yeah, our, our kids are actually separate to us and they have their own desires as well. But without, and, and I'm sure many mums have heard it before, but without filling up your own cup, then then you can't give to your children. So I believe that me working and me doing what I love, it really, really does make me a better mum. It makes me a happier mum. And something that I've really learned over time and what I said before that I was really struggling with of trying to you know not get frustrated when I was with Edward and then not got, get frustrated or guilty when I was working is now I've learned it's actually an um an Eckhart Tolle quote that when I heard it like something just sparked inside of me and it never left me and that was that you only have this moment right? Like this moment right now, this, this exact moment is the only moment you truly have. We don't have the past. We don't have the future. Yes. So in this moment, where is our energy in this moment? And whatever is going on in work, whatever deadlines are looming, whatever is stressing you out is not here right now. It's not here yet. So if I have something due on Monday, um, like we have a new module of our course releasing Monday and there's still things that I need to do before that happens. But I am in this moment with you, Sam. I'm not there yet. So there's no mm-hmm. point in me stressing about that when I'm not in that moment yet. Mm-hmm. And when that was explained, I was like, oh, my gosh, like this changes everything for me because now when I'm with my kids, yes, I, like I'll think about work, I'll think about ideas and I'll think about that, but I will never stress ever. Like it is not even a thing. Cause I'm like, well, what is, I ask myself, what is the point? What is yes. the point of stressing? Because yeah. there is no point, but like yeah. the stress will just cause me anxiety and will cause me to not be in the moment with my kids. And then the same goes for when I'm at work now, like when I'm at work, I know my, my son is safe at school. My um, daughter is safe at daycare. I am here working and I'm giving it everything right now mm. because I am here in this moment right now. And that concept changed motherhood for me. 
Um, wow. Yeah, a few years ago probably, but now I don't. I don't really worry, and I. I think through what I was saying about the you know working smarter and not harder, and you know having an element of your business where you can offer something without you being there. You know, one on one trading time for money. Um, it allows you to spend more time with your kids and still earn what you want to earn. It's a journey, obviously, but uh, that's that's something that I've been able to do during mine. Wow. I love it so, so much. I know the exact quote that you're speaking of and it actually changed my life too because I was such a worry wart. I'm still a worrier, but it like it gave me uh, so much more clarity and calm in each moment knowing like like even when you're in the future moment well then this moment's gone like you only have that moment yeah. and I love how that's helped you in motherhood even more it's so beautiful and I love speaking about and, and hearing you speak about and show us by example how motherhood can be empowering because I feel like we see and hear a lot you know, just in society about motherhood just being like really, really hard and mm-hmm. you're just tired all the time and you like look like crap because you can't look after yourself and you've <laughs> lost your identity. And look, some of these things might be true, yeah. but like, but you can still be yourself and still be kicking goals and still be moving forward and doing stuff for yourself. Yeah. And that's so empowering. And like, that's what I want to celebrate, you know, more of in life. And I think it's so wonderful to see you doing this. Yeah. I just don't see the point in like I this comes back to self-worth I guess but I don't see the point in putting our lives and dreams on hold because we we want to have kids like Mm. like I don't I don't if I sort of in envisage that life for me and I go oh I wonder what it would be like if I during my 30s I just stopped working and stopped caring about myself to give all my energy to my kids and then in my 40s had to rebuild and restart everything like that doesn't make sense to me like I'm just like well a like there'll be so many (laughs) missed opportunities b I want my kids to see that I am following my dreams and that I want to be an example for them that you know you that you matter and it's really Mm. interesting I think my perspective changed a little bit when I had my daughter because I imagine teaching my daughter as she grows up and I would never, ever, ever say to her, you have to put your dreams on hold to have children. Like that actually makes me upset to like yes. to, to tell her that. Do you know what like I mean? Like, hurts, I'm like, right? babe, yeah. you can have kids in your 30s, but sorry, you're not going to be able to do what you want. Like oh. seriously? Yes. Like, and, and, and when I see her grow, I'm like I want her to flourish and shine and shine her light and still be able to have her family Um, and I think that is such a massive example for our kids because and this came up in a kinesiology session recently actually but she said by saying yes to your children like depending on the situation by saying yes to your children over something that maybe you don't want to say yes to you're actually saying no to yourself and she said, what's that teaching them? It's teaching them that you don't matter. And so I want to teach my children that I matter too. And then yes. that allows them to go, well, then I matter as well. And we all matter. Yeah. yeah. So obviously you need support around you. And this is a big thing. A lot of women may not have 
daycare options or grandparents or a husband that supports what they do. But so that's ex- that's an extremely important part of the puzzle. You need, it is true when, you know, you, they say you need a village to raise your children because I said to my daycare this morning, I'm like, you're my village. <laughs> you're yes! my village, you're helping me. And we've been going there for, like since Edward was little, so we know them really well. But um, don't compare. This is, I get caught in this trap all the time still is that you see these entrepreneurial women killing it who have kids who look like they're never with their kids and you're like, how do they do it? Like how and you know, a lot of the time their husband is like a stay-at-home dad. Yes, or, yeah. you know, their their parents like live next door. Or, you know, you, the thing is you never truly hear the reality behind what's going on. And you just can't compare yourself to their mm. situation. Um, we're lucky we have both grandparents nearby. My husband owns his own business, so he can be flexible if the kids are sick uh, and that sort of thing. You need that support around you and every single um, person is different and every situation is different. But, yeah, I just think that by you showing that you matter, it's teaching your kids more than probably what you think. Yes. Oh, I love it so, so much. And I think it's true the more we hear about what's actually going on to make it happen, the better and more empowering it is for everybody. Uh, actually, you reminded me just then I recently interviewed the lead of Moulin Rouge, the musical, and mm-hmm. that is like a 24-7 like you, job. Like it's seven days a week. Like you, she, it is flat out and she gave birth like six weeks before starting rehearsals. Like she's crazy. She, she got the job auditioning when she was pregnant. Another oh story. Oh, my gosh. But she was completely transparent that her husband is a stay-at-home dad and the primary carer for her child and that is the only way that it works and that it happens yeah so it was such a great example that and and I loved her transparency and that that's the only way that it is happening yeah and and that's um that's just an amazing example of how it's so different for everybody and you have to really just you know work with what you've got I suppose um you know my husband can't stay home usually during the week so Isla goes three days a week to daycare at the moment. And the other thing is like really just following your intuition. And we, I know we talk about this a lot, but last year um, when I started the Surface Pattern Design course, I, I started Isla in three days a week daycare and it didn't sit right with me the whole time. I was like, this just doesn't feel right. And I knew that I had this business to balance as well as as her and but by the end of the course, I went, do you know what? It doesn't feel right to me. I need to go. I need to take it back to two days a week. I will figure it out. I will figure mm-hmm. it out. I'll figure out a way um, to make it work. But I just do not feel that, that that extra day is right for her right now. And so I, I went back to two days and, and, and it was fine. It was completely fine. We worked out the whole, whole year around that. Um, and, yeah, I so I just think that. it's really important to follow your gut with that. Oh, absolutely. So Cass, for anyone listening that maybe isn't a mother yet, maybe they're trying, they've been trying for a while, or they think this is maybe going to come soon for them and they are preparing for motherhood as well as balancing a creative business. Do you have any advice for people in that position? Yeah, I would say that no one really knows what motherhood is going to look like for them 
every single mum is different and every single child is different. So I would firstly say just go into it with a very open mind and don't be hard on yourself because this is, you know, one of the biggest journeys that you'll ever go through in your life. And with having a creative business, I would say ensure you have support around you. That's the biggest thing. And ensure there are people there who know what you want to do with the business. So you might say, okay, I want to take a month off and then I really want to get back into things. Or you might say, I I want to have no time off. Or you might say, I want to have six months off. There's no right or wrong. It's whatever feels right for you. But make sure people know that around you so that they can support you around that. And the other thing is within your business, I mean, if you have the financial capability to hire someone, that's amazing to have someone there who can, you know, answer emails and that sort of thing. Even, even, even a VA, if, um, if you have access to a VA, if not, I would set things up or start to think about setting things up in a way that the business can operate without you being there as much as you were before. So this could look like setting up templates in your business. It could look like setting up a few more automations in your business. Um, yeah, like templated response, templated uh, proposals and PDFs and that sort of thing so that it's really, it, it doesn't take very long to pop in there and edit things and change things because you've already got those templates set up. That's a really big one, I feel. And then start to think about if you've already been in business for a little while, is there anything that your clients ask you a lot of that you could set up as maybe could even be a low ticket item, like something that you can sell might be an ebook it might be a little course it might be something semi-custom like what I was doing in surface pattern design we talk about building a print library so that you have pre-designed prints um, that can be sold so just something you can start to let that tick over in your mind of, of what do your clients usually ask you for that you can provide them and whether that's something you develop prior to having a child or whilst you know your child's really young it and and it gets you into that mindset of okay there's other ways to work in my creative business there's other ways to earn money and it really um forces you to think like that and to offer things like that if you still want to be able to grow your business I love that so much it's such good advice I'm like yep listening listening <laughs> Taking yeah, it all notes. <laughs> Taking notes, yeah. Oh, I could ta- I could talk all day about this, Sam. You know that. Like there's just so many intricacies of motherhood yeah. and business. Yeah. Well, one of our listener questions has been, what is a day in the life of Cass like? So we thought this could be a good one to ask today and uh, in relation to being a mother and having a business. Yeah, yeah. So my days look different depending on whether it's a mum day or whether it's a work day. When it's a mum day, I just get up in the morning and um, get my son ready for school. A lot of the times now my husband's home in the morning, which he never used to be, which is such a luxury for me just to help get lunches ready for school and things like that. So I'll just take Edward to school and then I just spend the day with Isla 
whether we go to ballet or just play in the park or something, it's usually just, just an Isla day. And I don't even check emails on that day. I do nothing. I'll check my Instagram, but that's it. Um, I don't, I don't even look at my emails. My out of office goes on when I'm, when I'm with Isla. And then a work day looks like we get Eddie ready for school and we get Isla ready for daycare in the morning. And then we drop both of them off. And then I usually am in my studio by nine o'clock on Monday and Tuesday, my designer Indy is here with me. So on those days, she comes here at nine o'clock as well. And we just solidly work from nine till three o'clock. So we only ever do six hour days and that can look like anything. At the moment we are in course mode. So we're doing a lot for the course, but I'll also have custom client work that's also happening behind the scenes. Um, so we'll be attending to that as well. So yeah, it's pretty much um, course, graphic design and surface design during those six hours. And then the day finishes at three. My brain doesn't function after three o'clock. <laughs> it never has. And um, so I never let myself work past 3, 3.30, my husband picks my son up from school and then I pick our daughter up from daycare and then, yeah, then we come home and then we have pretty much the whole afternoon together. So i really lucky like that Brent finishes work quite early um, because he has a coffee roasting company and coffee shops usually close around that 2.30 mark. So it's perfect timing. He can pick Edward up from school and then the afternoon we can either go to the beach or just do something in the afternoon before dinner. My husband cooks. Oh, <laughs> so this is what I mean by you don't know someone's situation. <laughs> so my husband cooks. He loves cooking. He's like happy place is the kitchen. So wow. he does the cooking. Um, so we have dinner together and then we, we struggle to get my son into bed <laughs> lately. We're having, if anyone has like kids around that, I don't know, seven, eight, nine age, I'm sure that they can relate. But um, yeah, he's usually not asleep until nine o'clock. And then after that, if I still have the energy, um, I might do a little bit of work after that. Um, it just depends. Yeah, it depends what needs to be done. Um, it's It sort of really has to be urgent for me to work at night these days. Um, but I, I do love painting at night. So if there's any painting to be done, I can do that after Edward goes to bed. And then I'm usually in bed by about 10, 10.30. And then the day starts all over again. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that was such a beautiful little snapshot. I was like, you could picture it all happening. It's kind of like you just painted the, like a picture of the perfect life. Oh, it is <laughs> it's so not the perfect amazing. life. <laughs> This week, let's, let me just say this particular week, um, Isla was sick Monday, Tuesday. So um, that did she did not go to daycare. My husband and I had to share the day. So I worked from 9 a.m. till 12 and then he went to work at 12. So this, this week was looking very different. But this is the thing with being a mum is you have to, and a dad, you have to have the flexibility. It's hard if one of you has a job, like a full-time job. We have set ourselves up so that we have our own businesses so that we have that flexibility so that we can manage that. And another thing that I really bring to motherhood now is such an open mind and a go with the flow attitude. Like if I don't have that, like if on Monday I was like in my head, nope, Isla's at daycare and 
you know, I'm going to get this, this, this and this done um, and then she's sick, like I could easily be so angry, so disappointed, so frustrated, but now I'm like it is what it is. It is what it is. It's not a drama. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so it's just rolling with it. I feel like motherhood is rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually great to see the reality as well. I mean, both realities are, are wonderful to hear and and to understand. Oh, I'm sure, look, if there's anyone listening and you have more questions, I'm sure there would be more questions. So let us know if there is more you want to hear. We're here to chat anytime. Um, but I really hope this was helpful for you listening. I certainly loved hearing about this and your insight into motherhood and I think Cass again just such an empowering example of being able to balance both and uh, thank you so much for sharing. Oh no worries I hope yeah it's super super useful and and handy to hear to hear um, I guess the reality of it Um, but yeah just a big shout out to all the mums because it's not for the faint-hearted, let me say that, um, to pursue your dreams and have kids. It's, um, you know, don't think it should be easy or it should look a certain way. It's um, what it, however it looks to you is right. But just, yeah, just keep in mind, back to that card, Sam, that um, it's all about perspective and yes. perception yes. and that we can actually change our perception. Can I just end with one thing? Um, and it's actually a quote that I had put on my Instagram quite a while ago now, but when I heard it, I, I rewrote it and did my own little take on it because it it really, really resonated and I think it will for you guys as well, is that change the saying of I have to do this to I get to do this. Literally gives me goosebumps as I say it because it is my honour and my privilege to guide these beautiful souls through this life and we will all do it in our own unique way and I keep telling myself that yes. our children chose us yes. so I feel like I'm like they knew what they were getting into <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah I just feel like just by changing that in your mind whenever you feel like you know I'm like oh my god I I have to get my kid from school today and you know I have to cut my day short like this is so annoying if you just change that to I get to pick my kid up from school I get to be there I get to be that person that face that they see when they walk out that classroom door you know like if you can just change that it actually changes that perception which actually yeah brings it back to that that card point in the beginning Mm, love it thank you so much Kaz no worries we'll talk to you soon Sam (laughs) Thank you for joining us on A Creative Life. You can follow our creative lives on Instagram at Castella Design, at Revelus Design, and of course the podcast Instagram at A Creative Life Podcast. If you liked today's episode and want to hear more, we would love it if you subscribe and leave a review. And if you want to be featured on the potty with your own question, shoot us an email to hello at a creative life podcast.com. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. Big love.